the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is proudly sponsored by Thatchface, taming beards and saving lives. Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. You are tuned in to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, hosted by Troy, Jay and Aaron. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay. As always, I'm joined by Troy and Aaron. How are we, fellas? Very good. Saturday night, I'm feeling irrespectful. Be my baby. <laughs> you look so like a Saturday. You look like a fucking saying? baby with that like haircut. Later. It's very, very working class with that haircut. <laughs> I'm on parole, alright. <laughs> For those of you who don't know. Aaron lost the bet on a Survivor Series, had to shave his head. Now he looks like he belongs in 8 Mile. But it's okay because um, we've got a 1,000 followers on Twitter now, so haha, <laughs> Troy! <laughs> over a 1,000 followers, so Troy will be shaving Dolphin to the back of his head. Oh, grand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, anyway, we're, we're here for one reason, one reason alone. Let's talk about NXT, isn't it, fellas? Yeah, well, so, buddy. Well, before NXT even starts, I'm going to speak about BT Sports. Who, <laughs> for this very first thing that happens, um, so I'll just say the very first thing that happens is Candice LeRae versus Amber Moon. Not Ember, Amber Moon, according to BT Sports. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> BT Sports calls Ember Moon Amber Moon. Yeah, yeah, I got that part, but why? Where? How? Well, they section it off into sections. Yeah. So you know what's coming up. So, like, they have it in, like, sections of the program. Oh, so it's just like a typo. Yeah, the headline was Candice LeRae versus Amber Moon. (laughs) Fucking amateurs. Adds a lot to the podcast. Cheers, mate. Um... (laughs) So, let's talk about it then. Uh, Candice LeRae versus Amber Moon. Um, so, <laughs> um, Ember goes after Candice from the bell. Candice evades um, Ember and drop kicks her into Indy and chases her, chases her around the ring. Um, Ember wheelbarrows Candice onto the announce table and Ke- Kevin Owens, who's on commentary that night, goes, Hi, Candice. I think she's busy. Uh, <laughs> that cracked me up. <laughs> Kevin, Owens was, Kevin Owens was just brilliant throughout the show. I forget um, how good Kevin Owens is. <laughs> He's so dry, isn't he? Yeah. He's so, so, so dry. Um, yeah, it's not the last time we'll be talking about that. Uh, so Ember chases Candace up the entrance. Um, Candace cuts her off. Uh, she re- retains control, but then misses a... Con- uh, a corner splash, easy for me to say. Uh, and then Ember hits a Tazplex, which it's always good to see a Tazplex. Um, she then hits a sliding kick. Uh, Dakota and Raquel come out and stand like in the entranceway. And then they come down and check on Candice and all the heels, um, like walk towards the ring. Um, where are we? Indy Hartwell um, pulls Ember off the apron. Candice then baseball slides her into the barricade. That looked nasty. Uh, Ember hits a head scissors and a roll for two counts. Ca- Excuse me. Candace locks in a Gargano escape uh, and then transitions to a sleeper. Ember falls back out of it. Um, she hits a suplex and then a front suplex and goes to the eclipse. Kai distracts the referee, so Indy pushes Candace out of the way and takes the eclipse herself. Uh, and then Candace wins with the wicked stepsister. Pretty Can I just say? Run them. Uh, hmm? Yeah, pretty run of the mill. Can I just say, yeah. the Wicked Stepsister is a shit finisher. If you I look at it, it was that, eh? nah, no, 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 no. Daniel Bryan and a couple of other guys do that, where they grab the arms and they just stab the head 
They do They've that. Got as, weak as legs. Just, they do that as just a move in the middle of the match, but all of a sudden They've it's an incredible finisher. Bet, I don't like it's it. A, um, it's, it's weak. But it's okay because Candice just done that for full effect because Ember was knocked out after the super kick beforehand anyway. Yeah, because super kicks are devastating. <laughs> we don't see them that often. It, it's a it's a glorious homage to where Candice's days in PWG. Well, she's not there anymore, so she needs to um, behave. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's um the owner slash head booker Super Dragon, one of his um finishes was the curb stomp, which okay. was that. Right. Um just so it's, I didn't it's the only move she'd be allowed to use, the other one being the psycho driver, which is basically like a spike Michinoku driver, which she Oof. definitely wouldn't be allowed to use. No. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um just so we can bask in Kevin Owens's like glory, like not interrupting this very average match. Owens jokes about missing the makeup table. Oh yes, that was so good, <laughs> so good. He's like, you passed by the makeup table today, didn't you? He's like, I'm a, I'm a Vic was getting so insecure about stuff that came. <laughs> like, Thanks for pointing out that I'm cakes in makeup or something. Like that. And Kevin Owens also reckons Rhea Ripley's creating her own title as she can't really go for the NXT title anymore. But what he done was went for a different title. But because she's a woman, she can't really go for anything else. So she's going to make her own. <laughs> in fairness on a completely separate conversation do you think there needs to be a women's mid-card belt in NXT because the NXT women's division is arguably the best in the world at the moment it's really really good there's a lot of women in there but there's also a lot of women that are just floundering they've got these women that are putting into tag teams here and there every now and again oh. but how often do we see the women's tag team championship on NXT this is the whole theory. You should need a title to have multiple rivalries. Yeah, I agree. No, but um, then what does everyone else do? Like, there's clearly only at the moment, and I'm, like I said, the, the women's division is really, system. really good. <laughs> yeah, but then what? There's just so many um, people not doing anything. I mean, the NXT is quite good at having like sort of feuds that don't require a title. So. Yeah. That maybe maybe just like focus more on that. I mean, bringing the women's tag titles to NXT would be the logical thing because they've got a lot of teams there. Mm-hmm. Whereas the main roster, are fuck all, they've um, barely got enough for a singles division. Throwing things together. If um, Kevin Owens can travel from the CWC to the Thunderdome back and forth, then so can Baszler and Jax. <laughs> no excuse. No excuse. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think mean, they they introduced a, a mid card for the the men's, didn't they? So yeah, why they not do the same? It just gives those those people who they clearly don't see as championship material. It gives them something else to do. And there's plenty of women in in that division that are in the same position where they're uh, clearly not seen as someone that they're going to push to the moon but they see enough yeah. to still give them TV time. I get the impression they kind of need to like move some people to like Raw and SmackDown. Because mm. there's, there's a lack of depth on Raw and SmackDown in the women's division. Mm. Um, yeah, it does seem to be the same, like four women, pretty much. Yeah, it? and there's, there's obviously like a lot of people who are kind of going by the wayside on NXT, so it would make mm. sense to move them to Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. We shall see. Um, Indeed. After the match, the heels attack Ember. She rolls out. Tony Storm comes out. Um, she hints that she's going to help Ember. As Ember slides in the ring, she pulls her out, decks her. Bosh! Pushes her into the steel steps and then throws her to the wolves. Um, my note for this, now we can actually call Tony Storm a cunt. In brackets, <laughs> Troy. <laughs> oh! Oh, no. Friend of the podcast, Tony Storm. Friend of the podcast, um, definitely. Um, Annoyingly, yeah, I that, saw a spoiler for this. Before, I saw before a spoiler for it. this. It's disappointing. Um, yeah. And I thought it was quite a shocking moment. I didn't see it coming at all. Yeah, same. I don't mind if I see spoilers now because it just gives me like more reason to look like in the background and just look for shite. <laughs> Speaking of which, as um, the heels are beating up Ember, Tony's doing some weird dance. 
Yeah, Aye. bit off. Um, <laughs> I, I guess she's trying to be like a smarmy heel, but yeah, it was a bit weird. Um, I think it's cool that she's heel, though. I think that's that's um, a that's a good turn. She's yeah. also um, she's also wearing odd collared shoes. That's nice. What? That means- <laughs> she's wearing one red converse and one black converse. I think her ring gear was black and red, so it makes yeah. sense. That's, hmm. that's just. All right, Mr. Observation. Just saying that she had to buy two pairs of shoes just to make a pair. No, not necessarily. Some companies <laughs> deliberately do mismatched coloured shoes. I know a guy that's got a pair of football boots like that. Looks like a dickhead, but... That's silly, yes. <laughs> that's absolutely silly. Um, yeah, anyway, moving on. Uh, Undisputed Era arrive and they say they're going straight to the ring. Yes, boys. Straight after this, we get a Legado del Fantasma. Um, then yes. going to the ring, or they know. We seen so, we seen Pat and Cole make it to the ring when they entered the building in like two sets. Did it take undisputed era so long? They might have gone to catering. They might have grabbed a snack beforehand. Ad- Adam Cole said he was going straight to the ring. Yeah, oh, I don't know. It's, something's um, happened, didn't it? <laughs> they, I think probably probably Aaron to pull a curtain back. They had the vignette planned before undisputed era went to the ring. That shouldn't it be, be the case, Aaron. Shouldn't it be planning stuff when you're meant to go run into the ring? <laughs> That's amazing. Keep kayfabe alive, boys. <laughs> his sense of humour went with his hair, didn't it? <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, who, who runs NXT? Um, NXT's version of Teddy Long. <laughs> more on that later. More on that later. <laughs> uh, no, no. Who's, who's the guy who like shows up at the start of takeovers in the ring with the spotlight on him? Who's that? Baldi Baldi Paul. Paul Levesque. Uncle Paul. Uncle Paul. Um, what, what's his nickname? <laughs> what, what's his Uncle nickname? Paul's... Shit, what was his name back in the 90s? What was his the name? Game. No, the game. No, the blue blood. The blue blood. <laughs> <laughs> the cerebral blue blood. <laughs> Come on, Aaron. Play the game, mate. Play the game. Play the game. Um, it's time, Aaron. Anyway, Legado <laughs> del Fantasma. Let's talk about them. They're good. Um, They're a bit good. Yeah, so they talk about everyone they've beat and all they've achieved in NXT and what they've set out to do, they've done. Um, they take the piss out of Kurt Stallion a bit and then they drink loads of tequila. Good lads. Yeah, they, 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 they talk about a match that's happening on 205 Live this week. Damn. 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 Kurt Stallion and Raul Mendoza. Yes. Put it over 205 Live. Go on, lads. Whoa. 205 Live's quickly becoming like NXT's version of main event that Triple H desperately wants. Really? Feels that way, yeah. Mm. Just need That's... to make it so it's not 205 Live. <laughs> Might have to give that a watch. There was so talk it's of... NXT 2. I mean, most of the NXT roster NXT is dark. like 205 anyway. Yeah. That doesn't really make a difference. I know there was talk a while ago. Might have even been last year, but there was apparently quite a lot of interest in two hundred five, and they wanted to give it a bit more, a bit more airtime, a bit more of a push, and a bit more being um, being overseen by Dewey Foley. Who? Dewey Foley. Who the fuck is that? Mick Foley's son. Oh, well, I didn't know that was his son, Dewey. Yeah. Dewey. <laughs> have Come you seen the, Kane, the famous Kane Dewey? Um, Dewey and Noel promo. <laughs> Probably not. In ECW, someone had a sign that said Kane Dewey. And it, at the time, Dewey was like three years old and Mick Foley cut like a big promo on it. It's like Amazing. Promos, it's really good. Check it out. Amazing. Um, yeah, anyway, after this, um, Undisputed Era, they go to the ring. They say they're not dead. Um, Adam Cole calls Pat McAfee a coward. They talk about what they're going to do at War Games a bit. And then... Um, Kyle O'Reilly said he needs to fight Pete Dunne because of what he did to him the other week. Um, they say they're going to take the king, the kings of NXT out, um, and that's undisputed, lads. Did this you know? was a really, really, really good promo. Really Adam intense. Cole, I thought it was Adam awesome. Cole is like so good at being either a heel or a babyface, isn't he? Like, yeah, it's awesome. Really he, good. You can be either the like most dastardly prick, or you can be like such a good babyface. It doesn't mm. matter. He's really good. Carl um, O'Reilly's intensity in this is quite funny. I've noted down, he looks like he'd steal your bike and your lunch money. Yeah. <laughs> Rod- Roderick Strong just kind of like making like the odd comment, like just to be be part of it. Like, Roddy yeah, Strong. Like beating up Oni Lawton too. 
<laughs> Roddy Strong is like, and it's not a discredit. I really like Roger Strong. I really, really do. But Roger Strong is like that guy where you've got a mate that's really hard and he's the bully and you're the one that Roddick Strong's the one that stood behind going, yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> not hard enough to do it himself. Just but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not hard enough to say it to your face. Get his mate Adam to do that. But when it comes down to it, it'll still break your spine. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> um, I thought it was a good promo, though. Yeah, um, I loved it. Really, really good. Yeah, really good segment. Uh, after this, we get Mackenzie Mitchell um, asking Candace about Tony Storm. Candace then kind of like, oh, come on. No, that's all right. Just to say, come in. I don't know if Aaron picked up on this, but on the nameplate, it says Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Indy Hartwell. Indy Hartwell was nowhere to be seen. No, I don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. You didn't pick that up, Aaron? I didn't pick up. To be fair, I was like half asleep on the bus by this point. <laughs> Not good enough, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, so Candice like, has like a little sidebar with Dakota and um, Raquel, and then she introduces a team, which is Candice, Raquel, Dakota, and Tony. Tony nice. Storm said, um, says that she promised a new Tony Storm, Storm and this is it. Um, <sighs> it's quite cool. Um <laughs> After this, we get Timothy Thatcher versus Kushida, which was um, a fucking slugfest. Uh, it was. We get well. We get before that um, Thatcher's like trainees or young lions. Oh yeah, student. Waiting, yeah. For, waiting, waiting just to watch at the TV. Just sat in the lounge, just chilling yeah, out, chilling yeah. out, having a bit of bants with the uh, property of the WWE Performance Center shirt on. <laughs> and then we get Gargano Array doing their Black Friday sale too, which was pretty funny too. We did. We did. Some of those adverts for the Black Friday and the Christmas sales have been quite funny. There was yeah. one on SmackDown as well that was Street Profits and Bianca Belair as well. But yeah. the Raw uh, one was quite good with our truth with the twenty four seven title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the Johnny Gargano one. The best part of that was the fact that he was dressed as Santa. <laughs> And he was like, he was like, look, it's me, it's Johnny Gargano. Candace didn't even know. <laughs> and she's like, I, I knew it was you the whole time. Like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> Brilliant. I love Johnny Gargano. He's so good. Um, yeah. So um, we got Thatcher versus Kushida anyway. Is as Aaron said, is like Thatcher's Thatcher can students are sat watching the match. Champa drags a chair out and sits on it. And Timothy Thatcher's really upset by that. Thatcher um, got a job or entrance. He did. How do you at, feel at about him, that? How at do him. you feel about that? <laughs> at him is more deserving of that. I, I think I think shit like that though, it's not always it shouldn't always be looked at as a job or entrance because sometimes it's just to kind of move the show along. Yeah. Yeah, it's fair enough. If if they are a jobber, then fine. But yeah. Yeah, like you say, I don't think it's done out of like kind of this guy's not worthy of an entrance. It's like, it's just move the show on. It's an extra yeah. two, three minutes that could probably go into the match and actually make the match that little bit better. I'd rather see yeah. two, three minutes extra of wrestling between two good guys than and a two-minute entrance. And if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have got the Johnny Gargano dressed as Santa thing. So, you know. Exactly. Every clown. Swings and roundabouts, mate. Come on, play the game. <laughs> um, so, yeah, one thing I did, put, I did notice on commentary... Kevin Owens saying he'd love a match with Timothy Thatcher and instantly I was like, oh, That's a match it. I never, never knew I needed to see. Stop it. One thing, just before you go into the match, it's only very small, but you reminded me about saying Kevin Owens and I forgot to mention it right at the start. You notice he was wearing his old KO shirt. Yeah, I did. That was a nice yeah, touch. That was really nice and a touch. yellow tie. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so a lot of this match was pretty much like back and forth with... Um, like trading strikes and holds, etc. The usual, what you'd expect from a Timothy Thatcher match. And a really technical, loads of holds. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a really cool spot where Kashida went for the handspring kick, mm-hmm. and Thatcher caught his leg and bent it round the rope. Oof. And got him in, got him in like a single leg crab while yeah. he was standing. That looked nasty. Oh, you bastard! And one thing as well, Timothy Thatcher's facial expressions are just fantastic, aren't they? Just looks. Always really fucked off, doesn't he? He looks, yeah, but then when he's like wrenching a hold, he looks manic. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he's enjoying because he's got like hardly <laughs> any teeth. Looks like an old drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, 
a lot of this match again was um, kind of everything Thatcher can do, Kashida can do as well. Like mm-hmm. there was a spot where they traded ankle locks, um, and Kashida kept going for the hoverboard lock. Thatcher kept going for it as well. Um, Thatcher reversed the roll up into a rear naked choke, which looked awesome. Um, and like he, there was a bit where he went to clothesline Kashida out the ring, and he just like ran into the ring post. <laughs> and then it, it goes, it goes to like him like crawling in front of Champa and looking up at him, mm. and he's got like pouring out with nose and like yeah. In his I didn't know when that happened. I flicked back a bit and it, didn't work out quite when it happened. He just face planted on the ring post. Oh, was it as a result of that? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Kashida hit the arm trap ball in front of Champa, and uh, as I say. That's just like looking up at Champa angry. Um and then Champa stand Champa stands up um and it distracts Thatcher long enough for him to be put in the hoverboard lock and he taps out immediately. Um, yeah, didn't like it. Didn't want it up him. They they had like a big they made a big point about the fact that Thatcher tapped out to something. It was like, oh that, that's gonna really piss him off. Yeah, yeah. And Champa says maybe he has a problem with me now. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that match. It's gonna be so hard in. Yeah, man. Um, after this, we get a Rhea and EO promo. Um, Rhea says she doesn't know what she's gonna do from here, and they kind of like break down the match and how hard hitting it was, etc. etc. Yeah, they really um, sell it, don't they? Like, they yeah. did similarly with Walter and Dragonoff, and they had people watching it. Feels like a similar thing. A lot of people surprised that not surprised how good it was because you expect it from them because they're both really good. It was surprising mm. we got that on just a regular. TV taping rather than I like the fact that they explained that though where Rhea was like I don't want to wait till takeover EO didn't want to wait till takeover why wait till takeover yeah 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 and it's like even though it was like two weeks away it was like that's that's just great that's Mm. great because it it allows them to do other stuff as well Um, after this we got uh, the Kings of NXT Um, they say that Pat McAfee's not in the building tonight Um, Pete Dunne says um Kyle O'Reilly kept Ballard off for two months. If he'd have done it, he'd have kept him off for two years. Um, <laughs> then only Lorcan and Danny Bear say things. I can't really remember what. Um, and then they basically just say they're going to beat the Undisputed Era in the ladder match. Mm. Um, after this, we get the Kevin Owens show with um, Leon Ruff. So Kevin Owens says he like puts over the fact how much he loves coming back to NXT and how. Mm. I'm like happy it makes him any, any chance he'll jump at it yeah um, Leon comes out he's dead excited KO shows a video of Leon winning the belt and Leon's kind of like upset that he's shown up because obviously it shows the belt dropping down around his ankles and he feels like it's making a bit of a joke out of him mm. and KO like oh no the same thing happened to me I was a lot a lot thinner back then <laughs> <laughs> don't worry it happened to me when I won the NXT title <laughs> yeah, um, he he tells he tells Leon to be proud of what he did, um, and he tries to get him to be a bit more confident, hypes him up a bit. Mm. Leon gets that excited, and he um, mentions how he beat Johnny Gargano, and then Kevin's like, "Oh no, why'd you do that?" <laughs> um, and Leon's like, "Shit, oh, what what to do? What to do?" Um, and he's he just says, "Well, whenever you say someone's name." They come out and then Johnny Gargano's music hits. <laughs> it was the fact that he counted it and he was like three, two, one, and then it didn't. And then he was like, ah, yeah, yeah, see, told you, yeah, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Johnny, com- Johnny comes out and he's furious. Um, KO gives him a chair. Johnny picks it up and throw and he says, yeah, here's a chair because I'm a good host. And Johnny goes, oh, thank you. And then he just throws the chair out the ring. The ring. <laughs> like, I don't want a chair. Um, <laughs> and then he immediately brings in a second another chair and he's like I told you yeah. I didn't want one it's like it's not for you and then he's like yeah. I don't know why I keep bringing these stupid chairs out <laughs> yeah. um, Johnny says um, says that Leon Ruff only won because of Damien Priest uh, and Kale's like oh god here we go again and then he's like in three, two, one. Oh, in three, two, one, and then Damien Priest music hits he's like oh I'll let off that time <laughs> that was easy oh that usually works. Maybe things around here have changed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Priest comes out and calls Johnny, Johnny Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> Gargano looks absolutely 
enraged Livid. by that. Um, <laughs> K.O. offers Priest the chair. Priest says no, and K.O.'s like, oh, I wonder why I bother with these chairs. <laughs> oh, that's when he said it, my bad. <laughs> yeah, um, and then he sits down on the ch- on his chair and like lets them all kind of argue amongst themselves. There's a really funny bit where uh, Gargano shoves Leon Ruff and he falls back into the chair and the chair's about to go over and K.O. stops it. He goes, sorry, <laughs> like, I've got you. <laughs> Yeah, um, Priest says Ruff's better than Gargano um, and proposes a triple threat. And then KO says, if only Teddy Long were here, he'd have made the match. <laughs> if, if only we had an NXT version of Teddy Long to make the match. Is yeah, the um, and then Regal comes out now, eventually. Before you go, just go on to what he said, when yeah. he said, if only um, NXT had its version of Teddy Long... For a very brief moment, I thought they were going to bring out Malcolm, Malcolm Bivens, and I got really excited. Oh, that was <laughs> I would love that. But they didn't. Um, they went one better. <laughs> yeah. Regal comes out, and he goes, at NXT take over war games, there'll be um, a triple threat for the North American title with you three. And he kind of pauses and then goes, player. <laughs> 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 and then walks out. Um, oh, it's wow. war games, player. <laughs> I, I love Regal. He's just great, isn't he? He's so yes, he's so self-aware as well. That's what's mm-hmm. so good about him. Um, <laughs> after this, we get a Finn Balor promo, just kind of like run the mill Finn Balor promo. He says, "If you want the champ, the champ works Wednesdays." All that bollocks. Um, not really. Didn't really add anything to the show, to be honest. It's a bit weird. Why is he coming across like he's a cat? He's just saying stuff about kitty litter. It's a bit weird. Stop it, Finn. <laughs> You're better than that. Yeah. <laughs> Does he think he is Will Osprey? <laughs> he's a goat now he's a billy goat who? Billy changed he's a billy goat who's that Finn? no Osprey he's a billy goat now he's not a cat no he isn't or he's a sex <laughs> um, pig sorry he's a sex pig also he's a gobshite that's what he is um, <laughs> yeah um, so after this speaking of uh, pigs we get Cameron Grimes <laughs> versus Jake Atlas. Speaking uh, of pigs, Atlas hits a pair of uh, arm drags. Grimes hits a German. Atlas hits a German himself with um, a forearm. During, Grimes. During this match, Kevin Owens talks about being in the ring with Grimes a long time ago. PWG. Um, PW, oh, really? PWG on the twenty third of the fifth, twenty fourteen. Cedric Alexander, Johnny Gargano, and Trevor Lee versus Kevin Steen, Matt, and Nick Jackson. Oh, and wow. on. And on the 26th of July, 2014, Kevin Steen versus Trevor Lee. Mm. Sweet. So there you go. Nice. Kevin Steen had a, had a really good faction in a PWG, the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. It was really? a, it was Kevin Steen, Adam Cole, Bebe, and the Young Bucks. Sweet. That's cool. Yeah. That's really good. They do a really good promo where Kevin Owens is like shouting and effing and blind, and then he goes, The young bucks don't swear though, because they're good Christian boys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's also, um, also was a commentator in PWG as well. All right, yeah, um, him and Excalibur and Trevor Lee. No, Kevin Owens. Oh, Kevin Owens. Um, oh, okay, okay. It was him, Excalibur, and somebody else who I can't remember off the top of my head. I want to say Chris Hero, might have been Chris Hero. All right, cool. But yeah, anyway, um, getting sidetracked by PWG memories there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, Grimes at the Spanish Fly and then the Cavens to win. Um, after the match, Loomis shows up. Kevin Owens did this thing. Uh, he did it a few times where he kind of like telegraphed like run-ins. Yeah, I noticed that. But like Grimes Sorry. came in, didn't see it on camera, but it was almost like what? Oh, like what's I, I get the yeah, feeling Kevin Owens probably getting told off of that a lot. Yeah, someone's uh, in his like, ear. Loomis going, shows up. Don't ruin the surprise. <laughs> yeah, Loomis shows up, and before um, before like he actually shows up on the camera, um, Kevin and Lo- Kevin Owens goes, "Oh, look who it is!" <laughs> uh, Loomis shows up, scares the hat off Grimes. Um, <laughs> he then shows like a video package of like Grimes freaking out in the air, haunted house, and, and just running and running. I think he even says and runs and runs. Like there's a little yeah. bit of text at the bottom. Yeah, um, and he challenges him to a strap match at TakeOver. War Games! War Games! After the break, Regal makes it official. Um, 
and Cameron Grimes asked why Regal hates him uh, so much. And Regal goes, oh, well, might have something to do with your personality, son. <laughs> um, <laughs> you little also, rag. Also, I forgot to say, when Cameron Grimes leaves, he's like, oh, you want a strap match? Not going to happen. You know why? And then all you hear in the distance is a fan going, I'm Cameron Grimes. <laughs> and he goes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> the fact that he doesn't even say it, he just goes, aye, well done, Paul. Good <laughs> job, shite, Cameron Grimes. Um, job, shite. That little shit. <laughs> um, after this, we get Rhea coming out. She says she's staying in NXT. Uh, Candice and Tony Storm come out and um, say EO beat, EO beat Rhea without help, whereas she needed help to beat Candice. Um, then Raquel and Dakota come out with EO like over Raquel's shoulder and she's been beaten up and then they hold it, they hold her down, uh, they put her down and like hold her up like, oh look what we've done done. Um Rhea tries to fight off Team Candace single-handedly, but they prove too much for her in the end. Beat them shit out of her. Um I get the impression that Rhea and EO may be on Team Shotzi. I said yeah. that and you shut me down on it. Yeah, because we thought that Rhea was going to Maine and Rhea was going to be defending against somebody. And it's weird that the women's champion would be on someone else's team and not Team Rhea. Well, it's, it'd be weird that the women's champion is on a war game team and not well, in a match that, just on her own for the belt. So that well, might be not why the women's match. That'll be why they've done it, as in Eo's the one that's got attacked backstage. Mm. So then they'll go, oh, Eo wants her revenge then. That's why mm. she's going in war games. True. True. That'll be how they've worked it. Yeah. Yeah. Um Kayfabe, brother. <laughs> you've been Kayfabe. Um after this we got a video package of Bower and uh Jai Lee. This uh, going to... amazing. It was really good. I love this um, so much. Going to see the weird old man um and the mystery woman. They both get like it's got like subtitles um and they're speaking in Chinese. Um they both get like the mark on the hand. Boa looks like emaciated. Like he's like <laughs> start to like uh, decay as he's like got this fucking mark on his hand the first time. Uh, they both freak out when they get marked and start crying. And then it like kind of like shows quickly shows the eyes of the woman. Glances and crying more. So sort of sat like in like a kind of black robe, like on this this chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loads of candles about. This is a really, really cool segment. Just to break it yeah. down a, a little bit. It's like they're they're in a car at the start and they both look mm. look like they've been out in a sesh. And obviously we've yeah. not seen Zyli for a sesh while. Sesh one. Um and they look fucked. And then the guy drives them to like this warehouse and then they see that grandmaster guy, whoever he is, who master, lets master. on like a shutter and it That's like it. lifts up. Yeah. And like um, a weirdo. And then they're just they're shitting bricks. They're like, oh, we're, we're sorry. Like, give us one more chance. We'll we'll win again. Like, we'll we'll win a match. We'll win a match. We promise anything. And I still don't know what the significance of this mark is on their hand. Does it mean like they're kind of they're cursed or they're marked or what? But- yeah, it's kind. Of, well, looking at the way they both like look, they both look like unwell after it. Yeah, it's kind of like the black spot from Pirates of the Caribbean, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like a curse. Yeah, or like. The Ultimate Warrior and Papa Shango. Mm. Back in the day. They'll start, they'll start sick and green. <laughs> That's yeah, sweat and blood this, too. <laughs> this is really, really cool. Yeah. I think when this first came about a few weeks, like in fact, it was more than a few weeks ago, when Boa was bringing the letter to the side, to, to the ring for Zia Lee, and straight away, like it piqued interest. And I was like, this is different. Like, a thing completely away from anything else that's going on in NXT. It's not linked to anything else. But yeah, yeah. really, really intrigued to see what they do with it, who it is, how it evolves. Really good. Yeah, it's it's certainly been captivating, that's for sure. Yeah, man. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, after this, we get the young tubs in the ring um, and they get jumped by <laughs> friends of the podcast, the grizzled oh. young... Veterans, or, yes, boys. As Kevin Owens likes to call them, the grizzled guys. The, gri- <laughs> the, gr- the grizzled houses. Oh. Who is that? Oh, it's those grizzled guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was, was excited so... to see an Everise match. <laughs> no, you weren't, Kevin. Stop no, fucking lying. Right. No, no, that's right. Get him. They're not the young bucks, Kevin. Come on. 
Get fat and nick your money, Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put him in the um, cupboard. Let him go stale. Oh, I'm so happy to yeah. see the Grizzled Young Veterans back. I was made up. I popped yeah. like a motherfucker. Yeah. I'm man. glad that didn't get spoiled for me. Yeah. Like, the only thing that I got a spoiler on was Tony Storm. I'm made up. I didn't get that spoiled because I lost my shit when they yes, come out. Yes, boy. Um, <laughs> Zach Gibson gets on the mic, friend of the podcast. Um, he spits bars. He says <laughs> that they are grizzled soon <laughs> to be recognized as NXT's number one. <laughs> I was fucking buzzing. <laughs> Give him the belt. Give him the belt. All the fucking belt. <laughs> I've beat the new day. Soon to Triple be recognized <laughs> as the world's number one. You notice one. how his volume slightly goes quiet <laughs> when he does it. <laughs> like, that was made up. Um, it's, yeah. it's the microphone adapting for his excitementness. <laughs> excitementness? Excitedness. Liverpool's number one. I thought he was still in Bootle. He wasn't. Um, <laughs> in Bootle. Where he lives. <laughs> I know. I was just saying, like, anyone listening to this probably doesn't know where Bootle is. They probably I don't even know where Bootle is. <laughs> I do. North, North Liverpool. <laughs> yeah um, amazing so happy call, to see these two back they call their uh, back alleys Enogs there for some reason <laughs> what don't know my brother-in-law li- lives in Bo- well was born in Bootle um, and he told me that and I was very confused by it. Um, <laughs> why don't you call it an entry um, anyway <laughs> lovely back stuff um, very happy to see the grizzled young veterans back as you can tell I couldn't tell mate Could you- <laughs> always always happy to see a fellow scouser on telly. Yeah. Um after this, Candace and um Johnny are helping Indy uh Hartwell to the car. She got a neck brace on from when Ember Moon decked her in the first match. Um <laughs> yeah. I like they they're gonna t- they said they're gonna take her to hospital to get checked out. Um Candace says anyone who joins Team Shotty is gonna get run over. Yeah, and then she- Johnny says just to explain for stupid people like Shazza. Shazza? Is that not what her name is? Shazza McKenzie or whatever his name is. Shazza McKenzie. Is Shazza, that not Shazza name? McKenzie's a different person, me. Oh, they all look the same. Mackenzie Mitchell. Ah, they all look the same. <laughs> Come on, mate. Shazza McKenzie, Australian indie wrestler. Oh, aye, so she is, aye. Come on, mate. Please. I remember Shazza McKenzie now. Clearly not. Uh, <laughs> obviously you don't mate come on you you must, I mean, you she was on AEW for a couple of weeks she was she did that yeah. thing where she uh, did the Alexa Bliss pose and then got super kicked yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. so anyway Johnny says um, says that they're gonna, he's going to win the uh, North American title Kansas is going to win war games and everything's coming up Gargano baby <laughs> uh, and he noticed that there's as well as Indy Hartwell there's another scream uh, ghost face person in the car. Austin Deary. All day. Isn't it? All day. Is that your theory? That's our theory. Oh, I see we did there. Well done. <laughs> well done. Vic goes, Vic goes there. Wait, there's another ghost face. And Kevin, Kevin always just goes, well, obviously, Vic. I mean, there's, there's well, Indy well, Hartwell's in the car. As, as, as the car drives away, did you hear a little snigger in the background by Kevin Owens? All you hear is... I did notice that. I'm surprised he kept it in. Um, got an edit, haven't we? Come on, guys. Um, after this, we got the main event, which is Kyle O'Reilly versus Pete Dunne in the ladder match. Um this was a great match. Kyle um, very, very, very good. Um, before you go into the match, um, a couple of things about Kevin Owens. Um, well, Riley didn't even give him time to take off his furry jacket. <laughs> I heard that, yeah. <laughs> furry jacket. I, I haven't got there yet, mate. Mate, come on, play the game. You were going to the match. You were going to the match. Yeah, but he, he did he, he, he did something first, didn't he? Before you did that. Had a wank. That's what he done. That was, that was <laughs> Come on, mate. Play the game. You're better than this. Um, <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly attacks Dunn from the belt, and then Kevin Owens says that. What else did he say, Aaron? 
Um, Kyle has my initials on his knee pad, so he must be a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. <laughs> <You did. laughs> I, I, I want more Kevin Owens on commentary. Yes. It's so like blatant, but it's funny. It's he's not so good. He's very, very funny. He's just really dry, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Um yeah, so uh Dunn stops O'Reilly um from hitting a diving knee off the apron, uh, but then misses the forearm into the fiberglass and then um not fiberglass, plexiglass, sorry. Uh, and then O'Reilly hits the knee off the apron. Um Dunn sets up a ladder bridge, Kyle O'Reilly tackles him and catapults him into the plexiglass. Um, Dunn pushes the ladder over with O'Reilly on it and then arm that bars Kyle nasty is yeah. that where the ladder the ladder sort when of he the ladder and then yeah. it fell yeah. on him yeah yeah and then he arm bars Kyle O'Reilly through the ladder um, and then just because just he's an absolute cunt he climbed <laughs> the ladder with the ladder like pinning Kyle O'Reilly's hand to the mat yeah. and Kevin was like oh that's unpleasant <laughs> 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 no shit um <laughs> Kyle then hits a dragon screw through like the ladder, um, and like bars Pete Dunn with like through the ladder again. Um, yeah. Beth Phoenix says at this point, Carlo Riley put three steel plates in Finn's jaw. No, he didn't. The surgeon did that. Yeah. <laughs> it, that's um, true. Um, is that not when she goes, Can you believe that? And then it's like really awkward. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, because no. that happened. Well, no, no, Beth, actually, I can't believe it. Carl O'Reilly is not a surgeon. It wasn't him that put them in there. It was as a result of what he did to Finn. Do your fucking homework. Actually, we mate, we he kicked Finn home. so hard that he got he got plates in his jaw. He kicked them in. <laughs> Come on, mate. <laughs> so... Yeah, uh, Pete Dunn hits a powerbomb onto a ladder set up in the corner. Um, he stomps Kyle O'Reilly onto like the ladder bridge. Um, and then Kyle O'Reilly uh, does like a, a dragon screw through the ropes. Then Pete Dunn with probably the craziest spot of the match. Mm. vertical suplex onto the ladder bridge and it snaps. And that looked Pete horrible. Pete on his fucking head. Yeah, this did not look nice. No, and then I he mean, just got up good, like, but yeah, he just got up like it was nothing as well. That was the maddest part of it. Like you, yeah. he was like, oh, yeah, fine, hard bastard, <laughs> hard bastard. Um, yeah, then he, then he traps Kyle O'Reilly's hand in the ladder and starts stamping on it, um, which looked nasty. Mm-hmm. He, um, then gets a chair. Kyle O'Reilly punches it with his hair hand. Silly bastard. Um, <laughs> He reverses the bitter end to a guillotine. Suplex is done onto the ladder and then it's misses the drops to the ladder. It? it looked like a brain the brain buster. I've got it down as a brain so. buster, yeah. yeah. Not it that was... it matters too much, but I mean, regardless, it was on a ladder. It probably wasn't a nice landing, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he missed a knee drop um, onto the yeah. ladder. He then ankle locked Pete Dunn on the ladder, like Dunn climbed it. He pulled him down, ankle locked him. Mm. Um, Dunn fights out and then Enzigiri's the ladder and starts like selling the knee uh, really heavy. Uh, both men trade strikes uh, through the ladder. Like literally they they were they had the ladder set up and they were on either side and like punching through it. They then grab each other's arms and start pulling each other like into the ladder. Uh, which it's, just just looked horrible. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Owen said, This is the worst tug of war I've ever seen in terms of consequences. Yeah. <laughs> He wasn't wrong, was he? <laughs> Bloody hell. Um, yeah, Dunn pushes the ladder at Kyle O'Reilly. Kyle O'Reilly catches it and rebounds it at Dunn and it just smacks Dunn in the face. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, bastard. Oh, yeah, bastard. They end up fighting on top of the ladder um, and then just more nasty shit. Dunn, Dunn ends up... <laughs> More Dunn nasty end, shit. Yeah. Just horrible fucking spots. Like, Dunn ends up snapping Kyle O'Reilly's fingers and then Kyle O'Reilly just tips the ladder. Um, Dunn then hits um, Kyle O'Reilly with a chair, bitter ends, bitter ends him onto the barricade. Um, Kyle O'Reilly tips the ladder over again and Dunn falls onto another ladder, which just, again, looked horrible. Um, mm. 
then definitely not Pat McAfee. No, not at all. Who else can it be? Tips the ladder and Kyle O'Reilly hits like the announce table and Pete Dunn wins. Yes, he does. Um, there was also a really funny, funny uh, bit I've just remembered where they show like, um, so Undisputed Era and the Kings of NXT are on like the two separate podiums next yeah, to yeah. one another. And Kevin Owens, when they show it, goes, I'm pretty sure Roderick Strong could jump from jump from one to the other and beat those guys up if we wanted to. <laughs> well, it wasn't even that high, so when O'Reilly gets bar, they could easily like came down. What they did? Eventually, it took them long enough. <laughs> yeah, they didn't want to get involved. Mate. Come on, play the game. Nonsense. Nonsense. Um, so what yeah, about, uh, what if? What if it wasn't? Pat McAfee. But it is. Stop lying to yourself. Um, this is what happened to me at Survivor Series. Stop lying to yourself, Troy. <laughs> no, what happened to you at Survivor Series was just pure stupidity. R- drunken drunken pride. That's what it was, Aaron. <laughs> you, were, you got put into submission by the Grey Goose. Is what happened. <laughs> and you tapped like a bitch. Hashtag Aaron's a dafty. <laughs> the goose tried to rip the heat off me instead of the other way a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, to the be mas- fair... Go on. To be fair, did you see after he did it, he did the whole did the, happy thing? Of, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Like, not quite suck it. it but it it's, him, the fucking, it? it's the fucking commentary in that that are like, oh, who could it be? Oh, I don't know who it could possibly be. They're fucking like, do your own work, dickheads. It, it can't be <laughs> yeah. Pat McCarthy because um, he was on his podcast like eight hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah on, well, on him. He lives in Indianapolis, though. He does. On the YouTube channel, um, they did the thing where it was like Regal and um, Regal Pete Dunbert and Lorcan, and he was like, you told me that Pat McAfee wasn't here. You told me that Pat McAfee wasn't here. You told me that Pat McAfee wasn't here. <laughs> Who was that? Like, Who the fuck was it? What'd they say? They were like, we don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> don't know who that was. <laughs> Plain dumb. <laughs> yeah. Even though um, we were right there watching the match as well. We don't have a clue who it was. Yeah, but exactly. also, they made a big deal. Like, it was a fucking... It was breaking the rules. It was a fucking ladder match, no DQ. Yeah, deal with it. <laughs> yeah. Good match, though. Really, really very good match. Very good match. Very, very good match. Um, Kyle O'Reilly's just awesome, isn't he? Yeah. I'd like to see another match between those two, actually. Similar sort of I'd styles. like to see just a normal match. Yeah. Not a ladder match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because that would be very fun. Mm. Indeed. Be kicking the fuck out of one another. <laughs> Well, yeah, um, that was NXT, fellas. Uh, what were your highs and lows? Aaron? Uh, my high will be the KO show with Leon Ruff, Gargano and Priest. It's, nice. a match, it's a match we all want to see at War Games. Fuck War Games. This trip of threat match should be the main event. Give, <laughs> give Leon Ruff the justice he deserves as North American champion. Uh, Aaron? Aaron? <laughs> Did you just say fuck war games? Oh, <laughs> waiting room for you. No, wait, <laughs> don't even want to know your low points. <laughs> but I'll ask you anyway. What was my, your low point? My low point was Aaron and his opinion. My low point <laughs> was Aaron saying fuck war games. <laughs> How what dare was he? <laughs> what was it, Aaron? <laughs> um. My low point will be... Take grizzled young veterans, we're going to have problems. (laughs) (laughs) I know know what your high point is. (laughs) Do you? Um, Very presumptuous of you. It's going to be... (laughs) It's going to have to be Thatcher and Kushida. I don't know what it is, I just can't seem to get into a Thatcher match or even a Kushida match, even though I was a big fan of Kushida in Japan. I just can't seem to get behind it. Fair enough. Each to their own. That's Each to their own. At least you didn't say grizzled young veterans. Um, <laughs> Shirley, uh, what were your highs and lows? My low point would be grizzled young veterans. Um, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. 
<laughs> why, why do people lie? <laughs> what, why lie, though? <laughs> um, oh, I don't know, actually. Do you know what? It's, it's tough, because it, I thought it was a really good show this week. BT um, calling Ember Amber. That'll be your old <laughs> <laughs> Um, actually, my low point was Grimes against Jay Catless. What's the point? It was a squash. There's no point. Jay Catless doesn't need to be yeah. squashed, and Cameron Grimes doesn't need to be put over like that. I know that they're pushing for another match at War Games between him and uh, Loomis. Just let us know that match is happening. Do it as a backstage segment, but don't do it at the expense of someone that actually is decent. And his stuff mm. with Legado Fantasma the last few weeks has been putting him in, in good stead for that feud. So, don't squash him. Don't make him look shit at the expense of someone else. So that was my low point. Um, my high point, ooh, the ladder match was excellent. I was really excited to see Grizzled Young Veterans come back. I enjoyed the Tony Storm heel turn. Uh, but I'm going to go with the Boa and Zaya Riley thing because it's really, really, really piquing my interest. I'm genuinely excited to see where it goes. Um and it, it just feels different, doesn't it? Like, it does. whatever it is that they're doing with it, this kind of weird, I don't know, cursed, spooky, occult gang, that whatever it is, um, is very Reminds different. me of um, the handoff Daredevil. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. I'd not thought of that at all. But that was cool. The hand and Daredevil were really cool. So not to be confused with the foot from Turtles. AKA, a, AKA Retribution. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I love that segment. That was my highlight. Cool. Um, for me, my low point was probably Candice and Amber. It was just a bit... Meh. Fair enough. I, I expected a lot more from that match, I think. Um, and my high point was the ladder match. Nice. Not nah, it wasn't. It was Grizzle! <laughs> young veterans! Soon <laughs> to be recognised! <laughs> of course that was your fucking seeing highlight my, seeing my mate Zach Gibson back on TV where he belongs yeah agreed that, that was fucking awesome fucking really, made really. up to see them back yeah I bet that's good cool man yeah that was our NXT review uh, where can you find us on the socials please Troy on Twitter at Untitled Res Pod. Massive thank you to everyone that helped us reach over a thousand followers. Thanks to you, I now have to shave dolphin to the back of my head. So cheers for that. Play silly games, win silly prizes. Isn't that right, Aaron? Yes. <laughs> Isn't that right, Slapid? <laughs> <laughs> and where can they find us on Facebook and YouTube then, Aaron? Up your arse. <laughs> oh, I like that, Come on, play the game. Come follow us on Facebook at Untitled Wrestling Podcast and subscribe to us on YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Lovely fucking chubbly. <laughs> awesome. Cheers, guys. We'll catch thank you next time. Thank Bye. you very much. Bye. What do you call a wrestler with a rooster's arse? Michael Chickenbottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> These get better and better. <laughs> <laughs>